Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We chat with our tribe to build a stronger connection through our native ways of communication. Learn about our coaches, clients, gym programming, and hear from our local businesses and find out about the latest happenings. We're back with your Primal Path programming for Monday, June 28th until July, or excuse me, Saturday, July the 3rd. A couple things, we are kicking off 6.30 p.m. classes starting the 5th of July for the next couple months. So you'll have a 6.30 class available on Mondays and Thursdays of the week. So you have a 5.30 and a 6.30 on those times. So they are in the schedule, so check them out. Make sure you guys sign up for them. We're going to see how they go, see how it works out to everyone's schedule as everything gets back to their new life, per se. And so let's get started. I'm going to navigate over this thing. I'm kind of jumping back and forth, so you might hear little pauses, but don't worry. It's just, uh, yeah. Anywho, (laughs) Monday, we're going on with your move. We have alternating every two minutes and 30 seconds for six rounds. This is a total of 15 minutes. So on the odd round, it's going to be a 200-meter run, which we're focusing on a sprint, an all-out sprint. Everything that you have should be finishing up to a minute to minute 30. And on the even rounds, we're doing 15 muscle cleans, 20 knees to elbows. So we want these 15 muscle cleans to keep that heart rate up really high so that weight is going to be moderate, moderate light, but it's still going to tax the core, especially uh, when we throw in those knees to elbows afterwards. So pick a weight of something that you can feel the resistance and it's going to tax your system. It's going to try and feel like the sprint that you just did on that run. Going on to our rebuild that day, we're doing three rounds. We're going to do a single arm, dumbbell, single leg calf raise. So we can put that, uh, that obviously the dumbbell, hang it by our side. We could slightly lean against the wall with the other leg tucked behind the knee, keeping that foot straight. And we're going to talk about rotating the knee in. So the foot's going to be flat, but we're going to try and rotate the leg in. You're going to see how it lights up more of your calf muscles. And then we're also going to do uh, arch builders with a single arm dumbbell press. So we're going to get you your foot to be split between two plates. We're going to find that balancing act with one knee high up in the air and then pressing that straight up. We have a video coming out about our feet on our Instagram and we'll put it on our Facebook as well too. So make sure that you, if you aren't subscribed or are tuned in or liked or whatever it is on whatever social media that they're asking you to do, <laughs> please do it so you can be notified of that. Uh, so that's going to be our Monday. Moving on to our Tuesday. We're looking at six minutes on, two minutes off. We're going to do a climb the ladder. We're going to do two dumbbell uh, push press followed by two box jump overs, four, four, six, six, eight, eight, increasing the reps by two each round. Rest two minutes, and then we're going to repeat what we just did in the reverse order for time. So if you finish at 14 and 14, after the two-minute rest, you're going to work your way from 14, 14, 12, 12, 10, 10, all the way back down, and you have a six-minute time cap on that as well. For a rebuild, we are going to do three rounds of a 100-meter plated overhead carry. So we want you guys to grab a bumper plate or a weight plate, some weight. We're going to lock those arms out, and that's what I want you to focus on, is the elbows locked out, shoulders pushing to the sky. We're going to walk all the way down to the dumpster and turn around and come all the way back. Rest as you need. If you have to rest at the 50-meter mark, that's fine. Do that, then sacrificing the bend of the elbows 
which is creating compensation in the shoulder. So make sure that we're keeping those arms locked out during that time. That's your focus on that rebuild. And when we do this, we're gonna find a little bit of extension of the spine, and that's okay. We can extend the spine. It's made to do that a little bit, but we wanna make sure that we're, we're pushing our abs out or tightening our abs. It's like if, if you, I always use these references, not everybody knows what it's like, but uh, if you've ever been punched in the stomach or someone who fakes to punch you in the stomach, how you tighten your abs up, uh, that's what we want you to do. You're not sucking your gut in. You're not pulling your belly in. You're pushing it out so you could activate the obliques to help carry that weight for why you're doing this and preventing that spine from compressing and bothering our discs in the long run. Moving on to Wednesday the 30th, last day of the month. Oh, we're looking for a move, four rounds. We're going to do a 200-meter run. 12 kettlebell goblet reverse lunges to squats and eight chin-ups. During that 200-meter run, we want the first 50 meters to be a sprint. So you're going to run pretty much to the end of the building. The heart rate is going to be up, and then you can go back into your normal running. When you come back in, we're looking at those 12 kettlebell goblet reverse hold, uh, goblet hold reverse lunge to squat. I know these are really complicated names, but we'll show it to you. It, what that is is you're going to take – a left leg reverse lunge, stand up. Right leg reverse lunge, stand up, then do a squat. That is considered one rep, and you're going to do 12 of those. And then we're going to work more of that bicep and the supination of the hands since everything that we've done usually in the, in the gym is pronated, like grabbing onto a barbell or grabbing a pull-up bar. That's pronation. When we look at supination, if we cup our hands to make like a soup bowl with our hands, that's supination. We need that rotation of the wrist too. It helps kind of prevent any like tennis elbow um, from going on. And that's why we've been throwing those into and working those biceps. For our rebuild on Wednesday, we're doing three rounds. Obviously, we're going to be hitting the biceps. Uh, 15 to 20 bicep curls. And then we're going to knock out 15 to 20 90 degree dips. So we do not want you going below 90 degrees. For that, uh, it's to make sure that we're hitting the triceps and keeping them engaged rather than coming down and kind of turning off those muscles. Remember that rebuild has helped to build that mind-muscle connection, and that's exactly what those dips are going to do, keeping it at 90 degrees. You should feel a nice good pump and a nice good burn for those. Moving on to July 1st on Thursday, every 90 seconds for six rounds, we're looking at five touch-and-go deadlifts, 10 three-second eccentric push-ups, and eight heavy Russian kettlebell swings. These are going to be a challenging set of five touch and goes. When we say touch and go, it means that the bar is from the ground, we grab onto it, we do not let it go until we are done with our five reps. These are going to be heavy, guys. So load that weight up, get outside the comfort zone. And one thing I want to focus on, especially with the deadlift, is a lot of people don't, they, they, they don't engage their core when they're doing a deadlift. To me, the most important thing to turn on or to tighten up in a deadlift is the core. Everyone focuses on pushing through their heels and, and getting their hamstrings and glutes to fire. That's good, but your body will kind of naturally do that. Most of the time we get back issues with the deadlift is because we're not actually aware of what we're doing with the core. So brace that core like we just talked about earlier in the week. We're pushing the abs out. I want your abs to be like lighting up on fire like you're trying to tear them apart. Then do your deadlift. If you keep that engagement, you're going to prevent the back from 
fatiguing and the back from doing the work rather than keeping your core engaged. So a deadlift is very much an ab exercise, okay? So focus on that, especially when we go heavy. With those 10 three-second eccentric push-ups, that one, two, three, up, and we're kind of resisting the way down. Usually in the top half of the push-up, people are a lot stronger on, so they spend two of the three seconds in the upper part of that push-up. We do not want that. We want you guys to focus on the tougher part of the push-up, is creating that strength, and when those arms are around 90 degrees. So just be consistent with those three seconds, or even go through the top portion until you hit 90 degrees a little bit faster, so we focus more time under tension with our body closer to the ground. And then again, we have heavy Russian swings. They should be unbroken. There's only eight of them. Grab a weight that's heavier than your normal American swings. We're bringing them up all the way overhead. Get outside the comfort zone. Listen, it's six rounds. There's only eight of them. You can handle it. Moving on to Friday, we have four minutes on, or Friday the second, excuse me, for our move, we have four minutes on, a minute 30 off for three rounds. 18 alternating dumbbell snatches, eight burpee pull-ups. Oh, yeah. These snatches, good, unbroken. That's not going to be the killer for this. They're going to fatigue the body. They're going to fatigue the lungs, a little bit of the shoulders, but the burpee pull-ups are what's the magic of the workout, these eight burpee pull-ups. When we're doing these burpee pull-ups, we want to make sure that we are directly underneath the bar. It's going to seem kind of weird. So when we drop down on the ground, our hips should be directly underneath the bar. When we stand up, make sure you look up. And then you could do a jump and pull the body up. You could grab onto the bar and kind of do a little bit of a beat swing to get yourself up there. Or you can do a strict pull up. But either way, these things are tough. They're taxing. And they, they, they will create the results that you want for sure. Like they, They'll get you outside the comfort zone. And you, you'll probably be sore from these, which is good. Uh, and then we're going to move on to our rebuild, which we're looking at three rounds, 12 static glute bridge hamstring slider curls. So we're going to raise the hips up, make sure we, we're laying on the ground, raise the hips up so we have a straight line from our shoulder to our knee. We'll have one foot on a slider, and we're going to curl that back and forth. We should be focusing on a powerful glute squeeze the entire time. After every single rep, think about your glutes. We can do 12 on one side, then switch it over and do 12 on the other side. We also have 15 each side leg raises. So we're going to work on the TFL. So if we're laying on our side, we want to make sure that we sweep the leg behind us, being in a straight line, rotate that toe towards the ground, and then raise that leg up. You should feel this mostly in your glute and the side of your hip. If you feel this in the quad, it means your leg is not far enough behind you. So focus on that. TFL is usually a relatively weak muscle because we don't do any lateral movement as much as we should in our normal life. That's okay. That's why we're doing it here. That's why you guys are coming to Primal Path. Uh, but we're going to be working a lot of the TFL, which if the TFL is not working, that's when we get the IT band syndrome and pain in our IT band as well. And you're going to sit and roll out your IT band when you can't make any change to it. That The IT band it takes about 2,000 pounds of pressure to see any change. So realistically, when you're rolling it out on the side, you are activating these little nerve endings that are superficial to close to the skin, the, the Ruffini and Pacini nerve endings, which is good. But most of the time when you're rolling out your IT band, you're rolling out the, the rectus femoris and the vastus lateralis, which are your quad and like hamstring muscles that are on the side that are surrounding the IT band. With the TFL raises that we're doing, that's going to strengthen that 
activate the muscle and reduce the strain and reduce the pull on the IT band. So that's why we're doing those. Finally, moving on to Saturday, July 3rd, we have just one round through on this Saturday. 400 meter run, 60 slam ball thrusters, slam ball thrusters, that is, 60 alternating single leg V-ups, 120 single unders, 600 meter run, and then 120 single unders again, 60 slam ball hold lateral box step overs, 60 bicycle sit-ups, followed by a 400 meter run. Excuse me. Uh, so straight through, guys. This is just one of those challenging workouts that we give you that looks scary and big, but realistically, it's just about setting a pace and pushing your capability of what you can do. Finally, going on to our rebuild, we're going to hit hips seven ways just one time. So we, we move our hips for seven reps in seven different directions, flip over and do the other side. And then we're going to do a banded shoulder opener to help kind of free up that shoulder, free up the pec, uh, and get those muscles work in the way that they want to and create the mobility of the shoulder uh, that we need. And a lot of times when we talk about, oh, we're lacking mobility in the shoulder, it's not actually lacking the mobility in the shoulder. The shoulder is one of the most mobile, well, it is the most mobile joint in the body. It is the least stable joint. That's why we see so many issues with that. But it's usually not the shoulder that's the issue. It's usually the lats, the serratus interior, the pecs. It's all the muscles around it that are bigger, that are pulling on the shoulder, that not allowing you to get the range of motion in your shoulder. So it's not, oh, I don't have the mobility for that. It's maybe I don't have the muscle awareness or I don't have the strength in those muscles to get my shoulder to be in that position so the body does what it does and protects it. So this way is a good way to hit all those muscles to free up that shoulder too. So that is our week worth of programming. We have a ton of new stuff in our Revive that you're going to see this week. Um, all week long, I, I just loaded this sucker up with uh, really cool movements, new movements, to just get that body always guessing. That's what we like to do is just constantly create variety of movement so we can kind of, excuse me, so we can consistently build the mind-muscle connection with our body so we can get the freedom of movement that we need to live our life every day, build the confidence in the movements that we have, and live a happy life. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in class.